Welcome to Stock Talk, the new Stockhouse podcast series that brings you behind the scenes insights into trending topics from capital markets, influencers, and entrepreneurs broadcasting from the heart of the financial district in beautiful downtown Vancouver. Welcome to the Stock Talk podcast, where we help listeners and investors better understand opportunities in the public marketplace. I'm John Brown. Advancing the next generation of nickel-cobalt sulfide projects is Canada Nickel Company, a new company that listed only eight months ago who trades in the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol CNC. There is a demand for nickel and cobalt to feed the growth of the electric vehicle and stainless steel markets. The company's flagship Crawford Nickel Cobalt Sulfide project is located in the hearts of the prolific Timmins Cochrane Mining Camp. The company just released a resource upgrade for their project, and it's already listed as one of the 10 largest undeveloped nickel sulfide deposits in the world. We are joined by Canada Nickel's Chief Executive Officer, Mark Selby, to find out more. Thank you for joining us today. Glad to be here. Uh, to begin, let's find out about your recent uh, resource upgrade. Can you run us through uh, these details? Yeah, no, it's uh, very exciting. So we put out our first resource at the end of February, just as we were going public. Uh, and at that point, we we're already one of the 12 largest nickel sulfide resources globally with a, a total in all categories of just over 2 million tons of contained nickel uh, and most you know, with, with a higher grade core. This last resource update had really two main objectives, and we sure shot the lights out on, on both of those objectives. First was in terms of you know, increasing the overall scale of the resource, which we did. So we're now well over 3 million tons and well into the list of the top 10 uh, nickel sulfide resources globally. And then the second thing, and this leads into you know, a key thing for our PEA, or Preliminary Economic Assessment, which we expect to complete at the end of December, is focusing on upgrading and increasing the size of the higher grade core uh, of the ore body. And we did that very, very well. So we had uh, before 96 million tons in this high grade core at about 0.34% nickel. We've now more than doubled that uh, to over 200 million tons you know, at 0.34% nickel, which is about uh, one third higher than our average grade. You know, why that's so important is that, you know, when you build a large scale mining project of which, you know, we hope Crawford will be one day, if you're able to fill that mill with three, five, seven years of higher grade material, particularly one third higher grade, your costs are fixed. So all that incremental grade comes through as incremental cash flow in the project. You know, that's why this project was just discovered just over two years ago. We took it over a year ago um, and started drilling at that point. And so the reason we're going right into a PEA, which we expect to have done by the end of the year, is to be able to really demonstrate the economics of what we think we've got here. Everyone's talking about it. So in your opinion, why is now a good time for nickel? You know, the key thing with nickel is it's always been a very high growth metal. So if you look historically, it's grown at 4 to 5% a year, which is about double uh, the growth rate that you've seen in, in copper and zinc. And that's been driven primarily by the growth in the stainless steel markets. Today, you know, obviously there was uh, the Tesla uh, battery day presentation and, and just the focus on electric vehicles, you know, and, and the great thing about that Tesla battery day presentation is really highlighted sort of what an important role a nickel will have in, uh, you know, being a key metal um, to deliver the batteries um, that, you know, the electric vehicle revolution is founded on. Uh, Robert Friedland summed it up pretty nicely uh, when he called, you know, nickel the new gasoline because it's going to be the key ingredient in terms of powering cars going forward. So, you know, to be able to develop a new new nickel sulfide project, which there are very few of these days, is we think exceptionally well-timed. 
in the market where you have a, a great investment return are when you a have a great project, but then b you know you're able to deliver a great project you know during a very promising uh, market timeframe. And we really think you know we're in a very interesting you know nickel period right now and. Nickel goes through super cycles, you know, every 15 to 20 years because of this high growth demand where supply struggles to catch up for a few years. We went through one in the late 60s. Uh, we went through another one in the late 80s, another one in the mid 2000s. And, you know, given this, you know, extra overlay of, of, of nickel demand from electric vehicles on top of already strong demand growth from the stainless steel market, uh, you know, we think yeah, being able to advance Crawford, you know, to be in a position to start delivering nickel, you know, by sometime in the middle part of this decade, you know, we think will be very, very well timed. Speaking of Tesla, Elon Musk publicly asked mining companies this past summer uh, to mine more nickel and even took notice of your company on Twitter. He talked about it on his quarterly results call at the end of July. And what was interesting is, is he made a couple of points. One was, you know, miners, please make more nickel. And then two, you know, please do it in an environmentally friendly and environmentally sensitive way. So, and it really highlighted, you know, two things. One is there's very few new nickel projects outside of, of Indonesia. And so for European and North American automakers to have local sources of supply, there's very few places they can go to be able to get that. So a new nickel project like ours in a place like Timmins with all the infrastructure in place and, and in Canada is a big advantage. The second thing is, you know, around that environmentally friendly, environmentally sensitive way, you know, the challenge with, with nickel supply from Indonesia is the bulk of it's been you know, more than 100% of the growth in supply over the last five years and will be a very important, if not the bulk of supply growth um, over the next five years. But because um, it's a type of nickel that is extremely energy intensive, so you need a lot of electricity to process it, uh, it's unfortunately in areas where there's, there's very little renewable energy. And so as a result, they end up burning 25 to 30 tons of coal per ton of nickel to be able to produce the nickel that they do. That obviously creates, you know, 85 to 90 tons of CO2 emissions per ton of nickel. You know, and I'm pretty sure Elon Musk, when he decided to embark on the electric vehicle revolution, wasn't keen, wasn't keen on strapping, you know, a pile of CO2 um, in the battery pack into every car that he's going to produce. So we're in the very, very fortunate position with our deposit and we created a, what we call it, we've called is our net zero metal subsidiary. Um, we have a, a unique set of con unique set of um, circumstances that we believe will allow us to, to deliver net zero carbon nickel um, you know, to the market, which we think will be in demand. One is the host rock that makes up the bulk of the mineralization of our deposit is made up of a mineral that when it's exposed to air, it naturally absorbs CO2 It is a, is a way to soak up CO2. The second thing is we're in an area that is all hydroelectric based, which is zero carbon. And so all the electricity that we need to do the mining, the milling part of our process uh, will be all zero carbon hydroelectricity. You know, and the third, the third part of it is Timmins is an area that's very supportive of downstream processing. And so the ability to, to co-locate some processing plants in close proximity to our tailings and waste rock where we can capture the off gas and route it and capture all the CO2, you know, is, is the unique combination of those three things will allow us to, you know, you know be, we believe, a net, you know, a net zero carbon uh, uh, producer going forward, which, you know, all consumers are interested and, in, you know, going forward, you know, even more so. Let's find out a little bit more about you. For investors who are new to your story, Canada Nickel hasn't been around very long, but has already made quite an impact. We formed the company literally just over a year ago. The deposit had had four holes drilled in the prior 12 months. And from those, I saw that there was the potential for a very large nickel deposit, similar to a project that I had advanced in a past life. We formed the company privately last September. We raised $6 million. 
We completed the initial resource um, in just six months. It was already one of the 12 largest self-wide deposits globally. Since raised uh, subsequent capital uh, to be able to allow to, to allow us to deliver this most recent uh, resource upgrade, which again took the scale of the resource up by another 50%, but most importantly doubled the size of that high-grade core, which we think is going to be the key piece from a value perspective. Um, and we're going to continue to advance it aggressively. So we'll have a PEA in place by year end. We'll have a feasibility study done by the end of 2021. And again, you know, we're pushing this hard um, because of our experience, which allows us to be able to do it. And then secondly, we, you know, we want to be in a position to be able to deliver that nickel for what we think is going to be a very exciting nickel market come the middle part of this decade. You mentioned the potential of being an environmentally friendly mining company that can produce nickel with zero carbon emissions. Can you tell us more about this? There was uh, the combination of the host rock that hosts our deposit is made up of a mineral that naturally absorbs CO2 when it's exposed to air. You can Google carbon sequestration using ultramafic rocks. You know, by by mining the material, we'll be able to you know create material that will absorb CO2 and you know create carbon offsets for us. Um, and then the second part is the you know the electricity in the region um, used for the mining and milling is all zero carbon hydroelectricity, and then we'll have process plants. Um, locally that will, you know, will look at capturing the off gas from those plants and rewriting those out to our tailings to be able to produce, uh, you know, what we believe will be the first net zero carbon, you know, nickel, cobalt and iron products. On nickel being cyclical, global demand is surging. What are your thoughts on this? Where is the market today and where is it headed? You know, those similar growth rates in the use of stainless steel, which is, you know, consumes about two thirds of, of overall nickel consumption. What's interesting, again, is, you know, the explosive growth that's expected from the electrical vehicle sector. So when you overlay that on top of the already strong growth from the stainless steel market, you know, we expect that you're going to have to double nickel supply by 2030 versus, you know, what was produced in 2018. Um, you know, outside of Indonesia, there's very few projects uh, that are ready. And so, again, we think we're in a very fortunate position that we're going to be one of the few nickel projects uh, to be able to deliver large quantities of, of nickel, you know, in what we think is going to be a very, very attractive nickel market by the middle part of this decade. Well, we've been speaking with Mark Selby, CEO of Canada Nickel Company, trading on the TSX Venture Exchange under the symbol CNC. One of the few Canadian miners ready to meet the accelerating demand for battery metals as the EV revolution gathers speed. Investors are reminded to do their own due diligence before making any investment decision. Thank you for listening. Just a reminder to follow us on social media at Stockhouse for the latest updates on all your favorite public companies in North America. For more in-depth coverage, industry news, and to connect with our active investor community, you can visit our website at stockhouse.com. Also, don't forget to visit our new and improved Stockhouse Deal Room on site for unique and exclusive private placement opportunities only available on Stockhouse.com.